Ministry Bits, episode 009, recorded March 13th, 2013. Workflows with Eric Gray and Andrew Jenkins. Show notes for this episode can be found at chatl.co slash mbits slash 009. Be sure to email me with comments or questions directly at chad.landman at gmail.com. Follow Ministry Bits on Twitter at twitter.com slash ministrybits. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash ministrybits. And be sure to listen to us on the AIM Network at aimthenetwork.com or on the Adventures in Ministry app on the App Store and Google Play stores. Alright, good morning, afternoon, or evening. You may delete as appropriate. I am Chad Lamon, the host of the Ministry Bits podcast here, and this is episode 009. We're already to 9, we're almost to 10, and I have uh, two, not one, but double the fun today, two guests with me today, Andrew Jenkins and Eric Gray. They are the hosts of the newest podcast on the AIM Network, and that is the I'm a YM podcast. I'm saying that correctly, guys? Yes, that's right. <laughs> that is correct, Jeff. And uh, Andrew and, and Eric have been uh, with AIM for a while. They've been working um, probably since, give, give us a little background. How long have y'all been with AIM and, and things like that? Well, AIM really started, I guess, five or six years ago with Paul Sperlin, uh, David Currington, and Ben Wright. Um, but uh, I guess within the last uh, 12 to 18 months, we've picked some things back up when we started the AIM project, which sort of branched off of Adventures in Ministry. Uh, we met in a at the Embassy Suites up in Huntsville uh, last year and put some things together, and especially over the last six months, things have really taken off. Yeah, Chad, it's uh, it's been a real neat thing to be a part of. Um, Eric and I have loved it and uh, added a few guys since, and um, added you to that group, and we're we're excited you're in that group with us now, and uh, excited about the future of it and the different things that it holds. We've uh, have done a lot in the past six months. We've started releasing a lot of different stuff, and a lot of things going on. Aim's really taken off, and a great tool um, for for guys to use in youth ministry and also um, in other areas of ministry. So, some great stuff going on with Aim. Yeah, and, and like you said, I'm the I'm kind of the newbie here, the rookie here with the group, and I'm just excited and, and honored to be a part of AIM the Network, and uh, it's it's really starting to take off. We're starting to do some uh, talk about some big things. We're starting to do some big things as well. So really looking forward to the future uh, of Adventures in Ministry here. Uh, let's talk about your guy, your guys' podcast, your new podcast. Uh, how did that get started, and 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 what it? Well, first of all, what is it about? Well, uh, the title uh, kind of gives a description of it. I'm a YM podcast. I'm a youth minister. And uh, a while back, Andrew and I talked about wanting to start a podcast for youth ministers. We just didn't know exactly what we wanted to call it or exactly what we wanted to do. And finally, we came up with a topic, uh, came up with the title for the podcast, and uh, sat down one day and planned out at least through the end of the summer and 
uh, got together a lot of ideas. Andrew, you want to share a little bit more on that? Uh, well, we've got um, all kinds of different things that we want to talk about with uh, I'm a YM and different things that we want to share. Eric and I have both been in youth ministry um, now for a little while. Um, I'm still relatively new, um, but uh, we've both experienced a lot of stuff, had a lot of things happen to us through the, throughout the years, had a lot of good things, a lot of bad things happen. Um, but a lot of things that are um, things that we hope people can learn from and people can uh, learn something about, and maybe we can share some things that, that we've learned that can help some guys, and we'd love to hear from other guys as well and uh, let them share some things that they've learned so that other guys can uh, hopefully uh, learn a little bit from them. So uh, YM, I'm a YM has uh, got some exciting things planned. Um, I don't even have our, our list of topics and stuff up in front of me, but uh, I do know that we've got some exciting stuff happening. Uh, go ahead and release this, Eric. I don't know if we're, we're ready to, but uh, we got David Shannon coming on pretty quickly, pretty soon, which we're excited about. Very, and, very nice. Uh, I think Lonnie's coming on in the future as well, and so we've got some, some guys that have been around youth ministry and been around ministry for a long time, and uh, we'll have some awesome things to share with us, so. It's got some exciting stuff happening. We're excited about it. And this is just a general youth ministry podcast, kind of do's and don'ts, maybe uh, sharing experiences, things like that, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'll kind of give you a rundown of some things we've got coming up. On April the 1st, uh, April Fool's Day, we actually have David Shannon uh, lined up to uh, talk about speaking to teenagers. We're going to interview him. You know, he's one of the most popular speakers for youth events, and when Andrew and I were talking about it, we said, you know, you would think that the guys who are the most qualified and best to speak to youth minister, uh, to speak to teenagers would be youth ministers, but yet we keep bringing in these big-name preachers, so uh, we're bringing in David Shannon to talk about, you know, some tips on what he does in getting ready to speak to teens, and that will not be an April Fool's joke. David Shannon really is coming. Uh, <laughs> On, uh, our plan is to record every other Tuesday, uh, so that's April the 1st. Then on April the 15th, we're going to talk about uh, the AIM project and some series that we've put up on the website and some different ways that we've used particular series that we've done, either we've published or we have used before. Uh, just some different topics coming up, ministering with and to parents of teens. Uh, hopefully, we're going to be able to get Lonnie Jones on in May and his uh, we're going to interview him on the topic Yoda's advice to young Jedi's, which will <laughs> be pretty interesting. Uh, and uh, then right before the summer, ways to prevent burnout from a busy summer. And so that definitely ought to be a pretty relevant topic coming up. And yeah, you've got some fantastic topics coming up, and and especially you know Lonnie talking about Jedi's. Did you know I have been to his home, and did you know that he has a actual lightsaber? like in a glass case, like a little Luke Skywalker <laughs> lightsaber, actual replica in a glass case in his house. No joke. For some reason that does not surprise me at all. <laughs> and he talks about, he does all sorts of, he does his drawings and everything. And he talks all sorts about that. That, that sounds like a great lineup. And, and um, anything else you want to mention on the podcast before we kind of, kind of move on? What, what else are you guys going to uh, be doing with that? What, what's kind of some of your future plans beyond the summertime? We've got a big list of topics uh, we haven't been able to plan out through the rest of the year, but we certainly have a lot of ideas. Uh, Andrew, I'm just going down our list if you want to add in to any of these. Uh, some that are on our list of ideas, 
working with elders, the power of presence, developing student leaders. Uh, we're going to spend some time talking about mission trips, the pros and cons of foreign and stateside mission trips, good events to be involved with today. I think uh, the Tuesday or Wednesday before the Southern Evangelism Conference starts at Faulkner, we're going to have a live podcast from SEC and spend a lot of time talking about that. What's going right in the world of youth ministry? What's going wrong in the world of youth ministry? We want to bring on a professional counselor to talk about counseling teenagers, uh, maybe somebody who deals specifically with middle schoolers, uh, just, just a lot of different ideas that are going to take us well through the end of the year. And our list just keeps adding uh, different ideas that we want to talk about. So no, no shortness of ideas there. That sounds really, really great. Absolutely. So um, anything else you want to mention about the podcast? It's, it's bi-monthly, correct? Like it's t- twice a month. That's correct, yeah. yes. Uh, we've uh, you know, got a lot going on, and we want to do it as often as we can. Um, but it looks it uh, seems to work best for our schedules to kind of keep it twice a month, at least for now. Um, and maybe as we get more followers and more listeners, uh, maybe that's something we can add to and maybe do it more often than that. But to start out, we are doing twice a, uh, twice a month. So, um, But got a lot of shows lined up and excited about some stuff, and uh, we've got some things that we're going to add to. Hopefully soon we're going to add a blog where um, we can ha- have some interaction with our listeners and hopefully they can share some things with us and uh, maybe share some, some ideas for, for topics for different lessons or different uh, podcast shows and different things like that. So um, some really good stuff. Chad, it appears we may have lost Eric. I don't know. <laughs> Eric, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, okay, good. Okay. Good. Um, yeah, Google Hangouts is actually really great for if you ever having teleconference stuff. It's really great because they kind of tries to auto connect like a, a million times before it actually terminates it. So it usually auto connects pretty, pretty well. Anyway, um, where can people find the the I'm a Wine podcast right now? Right that's now, yeah, right now <laughs> the only place to find it is through TalkShoe, and that's because we've been having a hard time getting it uploaded to iTunes. But we're working on that, Chad. I think you said you were willing to. Help us out with that. It really just boils down to the artwork on for the podcast cover. We've been having some trouble with file size and all that. But eventually, you will be able to find it on TalkShoe, uh, excuse me, on iTunes. But you can find the show on TalkShoe when we record live. Uh, 1 o'clock on Tuesday, uh, March the 18th is our next recording. And then also, you can find the episode on aimthenetwork.com. Under the podcast tab, you'll find our show under the podcast tab, and the first show you'll find on the site. You can listen to it from there as well. Yeah, as well as we we try to release it on Facebook as well, so anybody who's connected with us on Facebook can find a link there at least, uh, make it a little bit easier to find. So, and I'm sure in the future y'all will have. I mean, this thing is just getting started. Y'all y'all will have a Facebook page and different things like that and stuff and stuff to let people go and like and find a bunch of different ways to distribute. I guess. Absolutely, we we put every show uh, on the uh, Adventures in Ministry Facebook page, also uh, the Aim Project Facebook group. So you can find all of that there. And soon it'll be available on the uh, Adventures in Ministry app as well. Yes, once that last update comes through. Yes, as well as the Ministry Bits uh, podcast. So, 
Well, great. I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to some of the topics that you guys are going to be tackling. Um, there's not. I mean, there's a lot of uh, different youth ministry podcasts out there, but you didn't, don't necessarily get the viewpoint of uh, some of these leaders in ministry like uh, Lonnie Jones and David Shannon and stuff like that. I really, really love the podcast. I'm really looking forward to that. Well, thank you, Chad. We're we're excited about it. So let's get to uh, let's talk a little bit about what you guys use. Uh, in ministry, this is a podcast about technology in ministry. So, what I guess we'll start with uh, with you, Eric. What what do you use? What tools do you find kind of indispensable in your ministry uh, that you use every single week, every single day? Well, I'm like you, even though you you claim you're not an Apple fanboy. I think you've claimed that a couple times. I am an Apple fanboy, uh, unashamedly. Uh, I uh, I use my iPhone, although it's an iPhone 4, so really I just use it to call or text. It's about all it can do now. But uh, I use a, I have an iPad Mini that I teach with and use every day, and also my MacBook Air uh, that I love and believe it is the greatest device Apple has ever created. Let me let me ask you about that right quick about the the, the MacBook Air and and using a Mac and how you said you know Apple fanboys and stuff. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that? When people go and change to a Mac, why do you think that uh, we're so loyal to that platform? Why do you think that is? I love it because everything syncs together. You know, it's all the same, pretty much the same user interface. All of your icons look the same. You know, it, to me, it's just it's easier to use than a PC. It's more reliable. You know, I don't worry about my computer crashing. Uh, although I did have a hard drive crash on the first Mac that I had, but you know, I, ever since then I've never had any trouble. I just I don't know. I, I love how how simple it is. Once you get you know once you get through the learning curve, graphically you can do a lot more as far as videos go. You know, just from Apple's iMovie, you can do a ton more than you could say on Windows Movie Maker, uh, or you had to buy some kind of deluxe uh, video software. It just, I just, I love how simple everything is and uh, the detail, you know, the fine details you can do. You can be as complex as you want to be. I'm not very complex because I'm not, you know, I do all my graphic work in Keynote, so that kind of lets you know how technologically advanced I am. But, you know, I can do a ton more in Keynote than I could on a PC in, say, PowerPoint or something like that. And, and believe it or not, you know, I've talked to people about this before, but Pages and Keynote are actually very powerful uh, graphics editing programs, you know, you can do a, really a whole lot with those programs. Yes, you can. Andrew, are you a Mac person as well? Man, I am. Um, I made the switch not too long ago. It was more peer pressure related for me. <laughs> uh, Eric and uh, Paul really ragged me hard. And uh, so I eventually gave in, and man, I love it. Would never go back to a PC. Um, I'm just diehard Mac. It's one of the greatest things I've ever done is make the switch. So, what, what kind of machine do you have? Uh, mine's just a MacBook Pro. Okay. And do you do you teach or preach from an iPad as well, or do you have an iPhone with that, or what? I do. I have an iPad Mini that I just love. Um, I think it's I think it's probably the best thing that Apple's put out. Um, I absolutely love it, how how easy it is to hold while I'm teaching. How handheld it is, and uh, it's just the perfect size and uh, love everything about it, man. It's just, it's incredible. So I'm a Mac guy for sure. Well, let's talk about some of the software and stuff that you guys use in your, in your ministry. We already mentioned pages and keynote, Andrew, I'm sure you probably use that as well. And, and those are the, 
for those PC users out there that are listening, those are the Mac equivalents of Word and PowerPoint, basically. And they export to PowerPoint. We've talked about this. I've talked about this in an earlier episode about switching to a Mac. But they export to export, excuse me, to PowerPoint and to Word format. So um, if that was your holdout as a Mac user, then I can't use Office on a Mac. Well, they have Office on a Mac for one and two. You can always use the Mac programs to export those too. So, what other programs uh, are you guys using? I guess we'll start with go to you, Andrew. What what kind of um, apps are you using? What kind of browser? Even to the browser, what are you what are you using there on your on your computer? Man, I, I, I as far as browser goes, I, I'm just the old Safari guy. Um, I just love Safari. It's it's clean and simple, and um, so I love Safari. Uh, probably my my biggest tool um, as far as app or um, any kind of software or anything goes on my Mac is uh, Evernote. Um, and I know guys have mentioned Evernote before, but I um, mean I live and die by Evernote. <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty incredible as far as uh, the storage that's there and what all you can put in it. Uh, I love that. Now I've I've recently learned that I can pull PDFs into it and uh, use that as far as my teaching. That makes it a lot easier um, while I'm teaching to bring up a full page of notes rather than scroll down. I can scroll through them. Um, page by page, which is very helpful. Um, but man, I love Evernote, and that's that's kind of my biggest tool um, as far as what's on my Mac, on my as far as software goes. And then uh, I just love, and this is stupid, I know, but I love <laughs> the reminders um, on my Mac. Uh, uh, no, uh, that's not very stupid at all. It speaks with everything, um, and I always have it there. Um, that's how I mean that. It's made me so productive as far as getting things done. Everything that I can think of, every little thing I can think of, I put in my reminders. And to just see them, like to be able to click on them and see them check it away, like when they put the check mark on there and disappears, I just love it. It's it's the greatest thing it's ever. It's very fulfilling, isn't like it? Not? so much done. Yeah. <laughs> Checking those things off, and there's something in your brain that just clicks and says, "Man, I'm I'm getting stuff done." That's right, man. <laughs> um, Evernote is is a great platform. Um, it, it's it's on Mac, PC, um, Win. It's on Windows. It's on iPad. The the iPad app looks fantastic. I can understand why that you're you're an Evernote user. Lots of people uh, live and live and breathe Evernote, and I completely understand that. Eric, what um, is that a that's a dog? That's my dog, man. All right, uh, Eric. What what kind of uh, applications are you using on your computer? Uh, I'll I'll echo the Evernote and the reminders. Uh, I love Evernote. I've been using Evernote for a couple years now, and just that makes my life so simple. And uh, I've actually become a better husband because of Evernote. Hey, uh, hey, you know, there you go. Hearing my wife say things, I just put it in Evernote so I don't forget it. You know, birthday ideas and all of that, and anniversary ideas. Um, I echo the reminders because uh, I'm a very forgetful person, and so I put everything in reminders now. Um, uh, as far as that, a couple other apps that I use all the time on my computer, one would be Spotify. Uh, I know someone mentioned Spotify not too long ago on Ministry Bits podcast, but I love being able to access especially all of the different Zoe group songs, mm -hmm. be able to teach the youth group. Um, a new one that I've come across is called Box, which is sort of like Dropbox. Uh, it's a cloud server, but it gives you 50 gig free. 
the downside to box is if you're going to put a file in there, it has to be, if you're going to put, say, a Word file, it has to be, you have to export it as a Word file or a PowerPoint file. It doesn't support Apple files for some reason. Uh, I'm assuming it must be a Microsoft program, but it gives you 50 gig, and so for any for nothing else, you can just put photos in there. Um, that that's pretty. I use Google Drive a lot. Uh, Andrew and I use Google Drive t for our podcast show, as far as sharing files. Uh, I, I have Google Drive that I use for ministry that I keep up with sign-up sheets. Um, actually, on my on my youth website, when someone signs up for an event, it automatically puts their information into a Google Drive file that I've created for that event, so I don't have to go back and you know enter their information in. It all does it for me through the Squarespace website, um, and I use that to keep up with my, my mileage report for ministry stuff, any expenses on a youth trip. I, I'm, I'm on Google Drive multiple times a day for stuff like that. Those are probably the apps that I use the most outside of Pages and Keynote. And also just yesterday, I mean, I, I know I made a, a note to you guys, on, uh, we talked to you on Voxer and everything, um, was about Google Drive coming up with the severely undercutting the prices of, um, of Dropbox, uh, giving you 100 gigabytes for $1.99 a month. They've slashed the prices on those. So uh, now's not, it's never been a better time to, to flock to Google Drive. I don't want to uh, harp on uh, Dropbox. Dropbox has been my go-to for years now. And, uh, but Google Drive is actually fantastic. And uh, like you said, with that integration with the, um, the, you can have a form on your website and it fills out and puts it in a, a spreadsheet for you. I love that feature. It saves me so much time from having to manually do spreadsheets for retreats and people registering online for those things. It's fantastic. Yeah, I've actually gotten away from sign-up sheets for my youth group. You know, for years, the youth ministry thing to do was put out a sign-up sheet uh, but now I'm pushing everybody to our website where they have to sign up there, you know, for big events uh, mm -hmm. like a camping trip we have coming up, SEC in the summer. Everything's pushed to there. They have to sign up there, and it drops it in the spreadsheet for me. So I don't, you know, it saves me a little bit of work having to go back and enter in all that information. And that's really great to have just as a, at a glance, you know, see who's paid, who who's not, what, who's in what grade, and you can categorize. It's really, really great. Google's uh, Google Drive's docs. Um, features and, and spreadsheet features have really come a long way in the last year or two. Yes, I have. Um, what other kind of things, what, what other um, apps specifically are you kind of using for like communication or, uh, or anything like that on your, uh, on your iPads and, and iPhones? Andrew, I'll guess I'll go back to you. Uh, as far as communication goes, man, I, I was a group text guy forever. Um, the group text app, um, but ever since I have um, updated my phone to the new iOS stuff, uh, I have a 5 now. And when I up updated and upgraded to the 5, can't get group text to work very well. So I actually don't have a really great communication app as far as group texting and that kind of stuff for my kids right now. Um, and I'm on the lookout, so if you know of one, I would love it. Um, but, uh, you know, I... We love Voxer, of course. We just kind of talked about it just a second ago. Um, Voxer's kind of a neat one. Uh, I'm, I'm relatively new to Voxer as well. That's one that um, I haven't uh, used just a whole lot, um, but I know that uh, we've been using it an awful lot lately. Uh, yesterday I looked at my phone. We had like 60-something messages that I hadn't read. 
uh, or listen to. So uh, we use it a lot. So there's a, that's a great tool for communicating as well. So and Voxer's uh, good Vo- out there. Voxer's like a uh, kind of a, like a walkie-talkie kind of service. You just push to talk, and it sends a short audio message to whoever whatever group you're in. It's really great. And that's actually free as well. You don't have to pay for that. And by the way, all these services that we're mentioning, um, most of them are free uh, with with paid things. Evernote has a pro account. Do you guys are you guys Evernote Evernote Pro users? I am not. Okay. I haven't either. I've thought about it, and Andrew and I talked about it for a while to be able to share podcast ideas. But when we realized we could do it through Google Drive, it it kind of negated that idea. Yeah, and and all these ideas, you know, they're all these uh, different applications that we use are are mostly for the for the most part free. I mean, they we they have paid tiers to them, but for the most part, we can use them in their in their free counterparts. So, uh, any any other kind of um, any other kind of apps or anything that y'all want to mention or any kind of technology that you want to use before we kind of uh, kind of look at uh, one last question here. I'll throw out some. Uh, I'll answer Andrew's question on the communication app. And I think, Chad, remind me, didn't Terry Gillum last ep- last episode mention Remind 101? Yes, he did. I just want to plug that again. I love this app. Uh, I was like Andrew when I, up- when I upgraded to iOS 7. Uh, all of my t- group texting apps quit working, and so I was on the lookout and actually put a plug in our Facebook group, Youth Ministering Ministers, and I'm pretty sure it was Terry who mentioned Remind 101 in that, and I checked it out and signed up for it. Remind 101 it w- was created for teachers to communicate with parents and students. Exactly, yeah. It, it operates kind of like Twitter does. If you were to use Twitter as your group texting app, how people have to subscribe to it, they have to you know text the text the follow blah 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 to the number. Well, Remind 101 is kind of like that. They have to text you know a certain message to a certain number and it signs them up. But the reason why I love it is because it works. <laughs> you know, It's kind yeah. of a headache getting folks signed up for it, but it's the only one that's actually worked for me after upgrading to iOS 7. Now I have a buddy who sends out Bible messages, Bible verses every day, and he was able to get another app to work after he upgraded. Um, I can find that out later, but Remind 101, I, I have just fallen in love with this app. Um, mainly because it, it works. I can see who's subscribed to it. Um, it doesn't show me their numbers, but it at least shows me who's signed up for it. And so it, it's a really great app. I can send it. It also has an iPad app that you can send messages from your iPad. Mm-hmm. And you may even be able to log in on your computer, inter- access your Remind 101 account online. You can. And be able to send messages from your computer, too. Uh-huh. You can. And it's, yeah, and it's... Fantastic. We've actually got our tr- entire church on it uh, as for emergency notifications. So whenever services are canceled because of snow or anything like that, we actually have it on there um, for them as well. So, yeah, it's a fantastic app, and I, I really think that they should branch out and not just use it for schools. Schools use it a lot. I know our teachers here in Marshall County use it a lot to communicate with their students. But it's it's really fun how it's like Mr. So-and-so is contacting you or something like that or you know, and it tells you this different things because it's designed for school uh, atmospheres and stuff. But still, uh, church is kind of like a school atmosphere anyway, so it actually really, really works. And I was surprised by how many of my students were already familiar with it, mainly my public school students, because most of their teachers already use it. Mm-hmm. It's a really, really great tool. Anything else y'all want to mention? 
I've got a new one, a new app that I just came across. I've been looking for a calendar app because I haven't really been fond of Apple's um, iOS app, mm-hmm. and I haven't broke down. I know you mentioned Calendars Five one time, and I looked at it. I just haven't broke down to pay the six dollars. I know that's not a lot of money, but I just hate buying apps, and so I've been on the lookout for a free one. I came across one that I've actually enjoyed. It's called the Sunrise Calendar app. Yes, yeah, Sunrise is actually my my runner-up. I love Sunrise. Yeah, it works really good. The only thing that I think sets Calendars 5 apart is you can put your task or your to-do list as a separate tab, uh-huh. where at Sunrise you basically have to put it in as an event. So that's the downside, but that's where Reminders, Apple's Reminders kind of takes that for me. But I love this app. I love the interface, uh, the ease of it. Uh, it doesn't accept um, normal language as good as Calendars 5, but it, it works really good. Syncs multiple calendars together. Um, you know, you can change. I love to be able to change to your daily view just to see what you got coming up. You know, just a really cool app. It's really well designed. It's actually, a, I think it's a little bit better designed than Calendars 5. So there's a few trade-offs on each side. But I really love those two apps. But Sunrise, you're right, is absolutely great. And, and it's best part is it's free. Yes, again, yes. <laughs> Always free. And then the last one that I use, it's not so much an app as it is a website. There is an app that I do occasionally use, but I, I create a weekly newsletter, so I'm on this website every week, and uh, MailChimp. I use MailChimp now for my primary method of communication with parents. I was, and I still do a, a printed newsletter each week uh, through a pages file, but I've now moved everything online pretty much, trying to get away from printed stuff. And so I use MailChimp, and I love it's so easy to design, so easy to set up, and um, you know, edit information. Graphically, it just looks great, and uh, it's also a free application. And I, I, I send out a newsletter each week, and it just it you know it it creates a mobile version of your newsletter that's really clean, easy to see. I've had a lot of a lot of good. Uh, results from using that as a primary form of communication as well. Yeah, MailChimp is a fantastic service. It's, it's like I said too, it's come a long way in the last few years. I, I used it uh, a couple of years ago and I probably need to go back to it because they, they continuously make improvements. They got good uh, good apps on their uh, on iPad and iPhone as well too. Yeah, they've got one, they've got two different apps that I use. One of them is an editor and the other one's really just to kind of check your stats. And you can actually see what people have opened um, and what they've, how long they looked at it and when they opened it or if they deleted it. You can actually kind of snoop a little bit on them, on them a little bit. Yeah, if you share it on Facebook, you can see how many external clicks you got from external links. Uh, you can see who opened it, which is kind of neat. You can go track down the parents and say, hey, why aren't you reading my emails? Or, you know, you may can find out, you can ask them, hey, did you get it? And they may say no and realize it's going to their junk folder. Uh-huh. And so that may be, you know, maybe an opportunity. They may not know that it's coming to them. What's the limit on, on how many people you can send um, emails out to? Is there, There's a limit on the free account, is there not? I haven't seen one. I mean, I've got around 70 contacts in mine, so if there is, I haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah, I think it's pretty high. I think it's like 500 a week or something like that, and and so it's it's pretty high. I don't think any a, a smallish church would not. Um, well, I say small church, a church with you know 30 or 40 or 50 sets of parents would not would not hit that threshold every week, especially if you're not sending out more than uh, one newsletter a week. So yeah, that's a fantastic service. 
Man, I'm learning a lot today. <laughs> <laughs> Writing all this stuff down, huh? What other what other things are you guys using? Um, what other um, what other apps or services or different kinds of kinds of things are you guys using? Man, my favorite one, uh, and this one again, I I don't use all these really cool apps that y'all use. All right, and these really cool things, um, <laughs> mine are so easy and simple. But um, this one has been a lifesaver for me. Uh, if you're in youth ministry or looking, you know, for different different games. This has been an awesome game for me, and it's the Reverse Charades app. And I don't know if you have it or not, but it's one of the greatest spur-of-the-moment game ideas ever. Um, it's charades, but reverse. Um, I know it's a crazy concept, um, but uh, it really has saved my life uh, as far as just something to do with the kids when I'm looking for something uh you know, just to kill some time, but um, it's a really cool app. I think, I want to say it's a free app, uh, but then if you want to add uh, more um, more words, more more things to the app, it, it costs a little bit more to, to add some stuff, but maybe like a dollar or dollar ninety-nine or something like that. But So how does, um, that, how does that work, Andrew? Do you like plug it up to the television or the projector and it does something or, or what? No, it's you just pull it up on your phone or your iPad or whatever, and um, it it basically just it gives the team a word, and the reverse idea is um, instead of one person acting out whatever's on the card, um, like they would do in charades, um, the whole team acts it out, and one person guesses um, what they're acting out, and so it's some pretty funny stuff that happens. Um, when they're hacking out this this like entire scene or this whole group idea uh, is just really a cool thing um, and so but it pulls up a word and then it, it gives you the capability to keep the score and all that stuff on your phone as well so I just love it man I've used it several times so I have a retreat coming up in two weeks I think I found a game idea <laughs> man it's a good one <laughs> thank you very much for that what what's kind of uh what, what's some speaking of that kind of different things what what are some sites that you guys like to look at and use um, as far as um, youth ministry resources um, any any kind of things that services like that um aimthenetwork.com the aim project.com obviously obviously yeah, <laughs> uh, I I use a Download Youth Ministry a lot. They've got some really yeah. good resources, really good games. Um, they have a game that, then, that I actually downloaded yesterday and and paid for Lamentations or Taylor Swift lyrics. Yeah, man, and that one's yeah. gonna be a lot of fun. I think. Is that version one or version two? I got both of them. I just paid for both of them. I was like, I've got to have that because the kids are going to just think that's hilarious. So. Oh, it's great. Andrew yeah. and I did that game at SEC during our Seriously Unserious session. As well as hilarious. Justin Bieber. Um, or I think it was Psalm or Crazy Justin Bieber fan or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. and then Harper. they got uh, Dumbledore or Proverb or something like that. Yeah, that one's a really hard one too. Is it? Even yeah. for your diehard Harry Potter fans, yeah, I spent, and those are not expensive. Those are not incredibly expensive at all. Those are three bucks a piece. So yeah. uh, I saw a new one yesterday: um, Shakespeare or King James version. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Oh, that's actually really great. <laughs> have you have you guys seen the Flappy Crowd uh, game? Like, yes. It's like a, yeah, I downloaded that, and because my kids are you know nuts about Flappy Bird or whatever, and it's actually a game where you use the webcam to flap your arms and make the bird go up. So 
it avoids like these pipes and everything. And it's actually really, really great. And the kids got a big uh, kick out of that when we had our, uh, our Wednesday night little dinner thing the other week. It was cool. really I'll great. I'll try to ask how that went. It's, a, cool. it's 15 bucks, but I, I'd say it's worth, worth it because it's got a lot of different customization on it. And you can set it for big crowds or just small uh, small little uh, small individuals, you know, and so it's really really cool. But download, yeah, cool. download Youth Ministry is is great. It's a great site. I use another one for for games and that kind of stuff. It's called FunNinja.org, um, and there's some uh, really interesting and different kind of games on there. Some great retreat idea games, um, some different things there. So I'll use it a lot. FunNinja.org. Never heard of that one. I'll be visiting that one soon. All right, anything else? Uh, the only other one that I occasionally use for games, some of the da- games are kind of dated, but the source for YM.com. Yeah, I've seen that one as well. They've got some pretty good stuff, mainly because they've got a lot of different categories, big ga- big room games, you know, uh, pl- games you can play anywhere, messy games, uh, games with a point, icebreakers and all that. So they've got a lot of different stuff on their website too. And I don't know about you guys, but that's what I struggle with the most. I'm I'm kind of I'm a kooky guy, but at the at the same time, I just run out of game ideas. And having some resources like these sites and everything are just invaluable to pull from. Yeah, I saw something on a youth specialties blog the other day. Um, I forget the guy's name. He's a game guru. Is it Les Christie? Is he the game guru? Yeah, he um, is. Okay, well, they had on their Ideas Lab a video that they posted. He posted some games that you can play with um, the tube, inner tube tire uh, from a bicycle tire. <laughs> had some really cool games you could play with that. Um, pipe insulators, you can cut them and different things you can do with that. You know, just really good stuff for super, super cheap. Um, and so I would, I would search some of his stuff because he's got some really good, cheap, Innovative games. And what what was his name? Les Christie, L E S, and then I think he spells Christie C H R I S T I E. But it's the Ideas Lab from U Specialties. Okay. Great, great resource. Okay. What else? I'm like giving y'all getting all your ideas here. <laughs> I think you about ran me dry. Okay. Anything <laughs> else y'all want to mention? Anything you want to you want to? By the way, let's just go ahead and uh, and get your um, um, anything y'all want to plug like a personal blog. Obviously, we've plugged the I'm a YM podcast at the top uh, of the of the show, but like a personal blog or a personal website that you guys want to plug. Um, I got a personal blog. I don't update it as often as I should. Uh, EJGray.tumblr.com is the website to it and also uh, I know for our first episode of the I'm a YM podcast at least until we can get it on iTunes or create a a blog specifically tailored to that podcast uh, I posted the uh, audio file from the podcast so you can check that out there you're going to find a lot of pictures of my kids so it is my personal blog Um, but you know I do post articles I do post articles that I write and you know ideas and things like that on there too okay what about you Andrew Man, I don't have any of that stuff at all. <laughs> you're too, uh, you're far too busy for that, right? That's right, man. Way too busy. Um, <laughs> I've been in the, I've been in the process of creating our uh, youth group website and 
you know, youth group app and that kind of stuff. But, uh, man, other than that, I have nothing else going on <laughs> as far as technology. Um, one of the things I do use that I, I'll just plug real quick, and I know it's an old, um, it's kind of an old service that that's out there, but polleverywhere.com. Oh, no, I love Poll Everywhere. Poll Everywhere is great. Poll Everywhere all the time. My kids love it. Uh, live polling and that kind of stuff that you can put up on your screen um, and have kids answer questions and uh, they can kind of see the responses and see what's going on and uh, see how see how different people are responding to the question and uh, keeps a running percentage and that kind of stuff of, of what you've uh, what's been submitted as far as the answers to your question and it's just really cool um, we use it for a lot of different things so yeah it's a really cool service and you can just put it up on the screen and you can show them live stats or you can make it an open-ended question that's kind of dangerous with teenagers because they'll like, yes. text anything up there so I normally don't yeah. do that one but if you give them an option they can always text in the answer and it like shows it real time it's really really cool yeah and free and um, yeah, exactly free and service free. anyway uh-huh up to a certain point, they're free. And all these services are pretty much up to a certain point, they're free. Okay, anything else? We're going to uh, we're gonna have a prayer here in a second. I don't want to cut you off. Or if you want to mention anything else uh, before we do that, just let me know. Any last I things? I think I'm out of ideas. <laughs> we're officially out of ideas. Okay, well, uh, guys, we're going to have a prayer. Would that be uh, Would that be cool? Absolutely, man. Okay, we're gonna uh, we're gonna pray for our ministries. We're gonna pray for our kids. We're gonna pray for ourselves, uh, and and all those different things. Let's uh, let's go to God in prayer, and then we'll uh, we'll be done for the day. Dear Father in heaven, thank you so much for this wonderful day that you've blessed us with. Thank you so much that you have uh, uh, given us the talents and the abilities that we have as youth ministers to minister to children, minister to kids, uh, minister to everyone, Lord. And thank you so much for those. Uh, talents and abilities that you have blessed us with and please help us to use those talents ability and abilities in a wise manner help us to use the tools that we have and the technology and the different things that we are using uh, in, in an effective way but not to as as a way to overtake what's most important and that's your word lord thank you so much for andrew thank you so much for eric and the individual ministries that they uh, work with and uh, please help them in their struggles and in their triumphs as well and uh, help them minister to kids and parents and, and their churches and congregations effectively, Lord. Lord, we thank you so much for Jesus. We thank you so much for his example. And please help us live up to that example. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. And Eric, you are at the, I didn't even mention this, but you are at what church? The Creekwood Church of Christ in Mobile, Alabama. Okay. And um, Andrew, you are at Mount Juliet? No. No. I'm at Woodson Chapel. What's in Chapel? In, okay. In Nashville, um, and been here almost almost two years. It'll be two years at the beginning of April. So April one. Well, Eric, so. Eric Gray, Andrew Jenkins, thank you so much for joining us today, and we really, really appreciate uh, you being on the show today. Thanks, Chap. Yeah, thanks for having us today. All right, you can find uh, Ministry Bits on Facebook at facebook.com/slash/ministrybits. You can also find us at twitter.com/slash/ministrybits. Follow us on Twitter. Get all the updates. You can find this show right here at Twitter. I'm sorry, uh, chatl.co slash mbits slash 009. And we thank you so much for joining the show today and uh, taking a listen. And we appreciate everything. Thank you so much. And uh, you guys go out and have a, a blessed day. <laughs>